The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. This is Father John Zolsdorf with another podcast. Today we welcome as our guest St. Bernardino da Siena, Bernardine of Siena, who died in 1444. His feast day is the 20th of May in both the extraordinary and ordinary form. St. Bernardine will speak to us today about the holy and saving name of Jesus. St. Bernardine, Little Bernard, or Bernie, little name, but a huge, titanic man. He was a Franciscan preacher in very turbulent times in Italy. It's recounted that his preaching was so moving that people who would hear him would go to confession in streams like ants. Imagine that today in a time when the sacrament of penance is languishing so. Among the strongest themes of his preaching were the sacredness of the holy name of Jesus, and also uh, various moral issues such as gambling and uh, being mired in vanities, and especially against unnatural vices. His preaching against homosexual acts is some of the strongest you would ever read anywhere. The cities of Italy at the time were divided in factions. The Guelphs and the Ghibellines were at war with each other, so whole cities would go to war. And when they did, Bernardine would come and he would inscribe on the walls the name, the abbreviation for the name of Jesus in Greek, Iota Eta Sigma, which looks like I-H-S. It's an abbreviation for the holy name. Uh, sometimes people say the, that what looks like I-H-S is I-H-S, meaning in Latin, Jesus hominum salvator, Jesus, savior of mankind. And when Bernardine would preach, he would hold up a board with the IHS monogram painted on it, surrounded by golden rays. The golden rays, of course, uh, showing that it was something sacred, holy, something to be adored, a divine thing. Bernardine had to deal with a lot of persecution in his day, obviously someone who's going to be preaching against vices and looking for moral reform is going to be attacked. He's going to be hated. Uh, he was dragged, for example, before Pope Martin V. Bernardine had been accused of heresy and strange ideas, and of course he had made lots of enemies. Uh, Martin V sternly forbade him to preach during the time of his examination, but uh, Bernardine wound up with a pretty good defense counsel, St. John Capistran. Uh, eventually, uh, Bernardine was acquitted, and when he was acquitted, Pope Martin praised him and wanted to appoint him as Bishop of Siena, but Bernardine declined. Uh, now, there are many f fascinating stories in the life of St. Bernardine of Siena. If some big network wanted to make a mini-series, they would do very well to do a faithful rendering of Bernardine of Siena in his times. I, even as I say that, I shudder to think about how they might distort him 
and use this as a chance to make the church look bad. After all, Bernardine was a moral reformer, and there was an awful lot to reform in those days. But Bernardine uh, eventually worked himself to death. He died exhausted and ill in the midst of chaos and plague and lots of, and lots of sin in 1444. Uh, he was on his way from uh, the northern part of Italy to Naples, but he uh, took ill at L'Aquila in central Italy, where he died and was buried. Uh, they wouldn't let his body go back to Siena. They kept him for themselves. Uh, Bernardine died on the 20th of May, which in that year was the Vigil of Ascension Thursday. Uh, that's Ascension Thursday, not Ascension Sunday. Ascension Thursday. Uh, he died uh, as the friars were chanting the office, and they were singing at the time that he died, Pater manifestavi nomen tuum hominibus ad te venio. Father, I have shown forth your name to men, and I am coming to you. The church he was buried in was destroyed in an earthquake in 1703, and then it was rebuilt, and that church uh, in 2009 was massively damaged and nearly destroyed in another earthquake that rocked central Italy. It really damaged that whole area around L'Aquila in the Abruzzi, beautiful part of central Italy. Let's hear some of a sermon preached by Bernardino Siena about the Holy Name and about St. Paul's preaching. This reading is found in the Liturgy of the Hours in the Office of Readings for St. Bernardine's Feast Day, the 20th of May. Il nome di Gesù è splendore degli evangelizzanti, ossia dei predicatori, per il fatto che egli fa annunziare e udire con irradianti fulgore la sua parola. Chi ha mai portato per tutta la terra questa luce celestiale si grande e si repentina della fede, se non il nome di Gesù predicato? E non è forse con lo splendore e con la dolcezza di questo nome che il Dio ci ha chiamato all'ammirabile luce sua? Non è a noi in tal modo illuminati che nel lume suo vediamo la luce? Non è a noi, dico, che l'Apostolo Paolo giustamente ripete, una volta eravate tenebre, ma ora siete luce nel Signore, e come figli della luce dovete vivere. The name of Jesus is the glory of preachers, because the shining splendor of that name causes his word to be proclaimed and heard. And how do you think such an immense, sudden, and dazzling light of faith came into the world if not because Jesus was preached? Was it not through the brilliance and sweet savor of this name that God called us into his marvelous light? When we have been enlightened, and in that same light behold the light of heaven, rightly may the Apostle Paul say to us, Once you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So this name must be proclaimed, that it may shine out and never be suppressed, but it must not be preached by someone with sullied mind or unclean lips, but stored up and poured out from a chosen vessel. That is why our Lord said of St. Paul, 
He is a chosen instrument of mine, the vessel of my choice, to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel. In this chosen vessel there was to be a drink more pleasing than earth ever knew, offered to all mankind for a price they could pay, so that they would be drawn to taste of it. Poured into other chosen vessels, it would grow and radiate splendor, for our Lord said, He is to carry my name. When a fire is lit to clear a field, it burns off all the dry and useless weeds and thorns. When the sun rises and darkness is dispelled, robbers, night prowlers, and burglars hide away. So when Paul's voice was raised to preach the gospel to the nations, like a great clap of thunder in the sky, his preaching was a blazing fire carrying all before it. It was the sun rising in full glory. Infidelity was consumed by it, false beliefs fled away, and the truth appeared like a great candle lighting the whole world with its brilliant flame. By word of mouth, by letters, by miracles, and by example of his own life, St. Paul bore the name of Jesus wherever he went. He praised the name of Jesus at all times, but never more than when bearing witness to his faith. Moreover, the apostle did indeed carry this name before the Gentiles and kings and the sons of Israel as a light to enlighten all nations, and this was his cry wherever he journeyed. The night is passing away, the day is at hand. Let us then cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us conduct ourselves honorably, as in the day. Paul himself showed forth the burning and shining light set upon a candlestick, everywhere proclaiming Jesus and him crucified. And so the church, the bride of Christ, strengthened by his testimony, rejoices with the psalmist, singing, O God, from my youth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. The psalmist exhorts her to do this as he says, Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. And this salvation is Jesus, her Savior. That was St. Bernardine of Siena on the Holy Name of Jesus. The Holy Name was given to the Lord's earthly father, Joseph, by an angel who said, You shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So from the very beginning, we associate the Lord's name with our salvation, nothing less than our salvation. How holy is the holy name. St. Paul in his letter to the Philippians says, At the name of Jesus, every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. How holy is the holy name that every 
knee, even in heaven, should bend. We end most of our liturgical prayers and petitions with the holy name. The dying are urged to repeat the holy name of Jesus with great fervor. We believe in the saving power of the Lord's name. And there's no way that we can praise it enough. Now think, therefore, about the great honor, the great gift that's been given to us to be able to say or to hear or to read the holy name. In our Judeo-Christian tradition, we know that the name of God is mysterious and powerful. Uh, the ancient peoples believed that, that naming a thing called the thing. And so it was uh, a great thing of incredible power and mystery to know the name of something. Well, the name of God is ultimately mysterious and, and beyond our comprehension. But in the Incarnation, the second person of the Trinity, the Word, took our human nature into an indestructible bond with our divinity. The Word was made flesh and came into this world with a name, a name sent by God through an angel. And we are privileged to read and hear and speak that name. Never Never, never let the holy name of Jesus become a word that you say in a blasphemous way. Blasphemy is irreverence towards holy things or persons or beliefs. Blasphemy is usually uh, something done in speech or writing, but it can be done also in gestures. Uh, blasphemy is contempt for God. Um, blasphemy is a detraction from the honor due to God or the things closely associated with God, such as things that we believe or holy things associated with God or in God's service. Blasphemy is a vile sin. Uh, it, it's particularly vile. It's a, it's, a, it's a sin against the virtue of religion, which is the honor due to God. And the fact that we are creatures means that we must give honor to our creator when we when we do something against the honor due to god we are hurting ourselves very deeply because we are made in god's image and likeness we are made to act in the way that god acts the lord in whose name we are saved from the eternity of hell the hell our sins deserve is himself the eternal word spoken by god before time, before creation. We are made in his image and likeness, the image and likeness of the Word. And in the Incarnation, the Word took our human nature and emptied himself of glory to walk among us in order to save us from our sins, but also to reveal to us more fully who we are. And so in his gestures and in his words, he saves us from our sins and he teaches us who we are. He is the Word. He is the very concept of reason and speech in itself. And he has communicated this power of speech to us, his creatures, his images. We can speak. We can utter things 
communicate who we are inside ourselves, both to God and to others around us. Never lower your dignity as an image of God in using base speech, uh, or especially blasphemous speech, and even worse, misusing the holy name of our Savior. We have to be patient with other people who have bad habits of speech, uh, but never give them a bad example of your own. Isn't it true that sometimes uh, we, we tend to start talking the way that people around us talk? And in this way, we can be led by their sin into our own sinning. It's the very definition of scandal, isn't it? But if we, if we ourselves talk in a bad way, then we are committing scandals for others to imitate, perhaps leading them to fall into sin. So we have to always examine our consciences and examine our habits of speech. Now, certain there, certainly there are times when things just slip out. That's one thing. But we develop habits of speech, don't we? When you examine your conscience, remember to examine your habits of speech, looking for anything that's base or undignified, or even worse, speech which is blasphemy. Many people regard the holy name of the Lord in such a way that they bow their heads or remove their hats when they hear it. And other people use the name of the Lord as a way of cursing, which is a terrible blasphemy. Sometimes they don't know what they're doing, but don't use it yourself in that way. And if you are a friend to someone, at a certain point you may mention your use of the name of Jesus uh, offends me because I consider it a sacred thing. If you are parents of children, please teach your children to respect the holy name of Jesus, especially the holy name of Jesus and of all the saints, and never in speech or gestures uh, to commit the sin of blasphemy, which detracts against uh, detracts from the virtue of religion, which is the honor that we. Uh, are bound to give to God. Our gift of speech is a precious gift which reflects the fact that we are images and, and made in the image and likeness of God. Be careful of blasphemy and always give honor to the holy name of Jesus, a name which signals our very salvation. that i'll bring this podcast to a close please come and visit the blog wdtprs.com that's whiskey delta tango papa romeo sierra.com or you can just google father z you're gonna find me pretty fast if you do that in the meantime please pray for me as i will for you Dear